Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Darshawn McAway. You're tuned in to WOW Podcast. By all means, go to wowpodcast.me. That's W-O-W-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot M-E. Now, today we have author Francine Houston. She's a lupus survivor. She wrote a book about her battle with the disease entitled Lupus Journey, published in 2016. Its sequel, Life After Lupus, was released in 2018. She was featured in Lupus Now magazine fall 2014 and issued October's 2018 cover of the periodical Discovering You. Her third book is Strength of a Woman, The Last Journey, a poetry and short story book. Now she has written a self-care book guide called Everyday Heroes, Learning to Cope and Heal. It's okay to take the cape off sometimes. Francine Houston, how are you doing this evening? Oh, I'm doing good. Yep. So let's talk about your book, Everyday Heroes. Uh, what was the inspiration behind it? Uh, someone came up and asked me to uh, do a panel, a self-care panel, and um I was just like, I think I need to add a, make a, a whole guide to go with it. But before that, I've been, like, researching about the superwoman syndrome and the Superman complex. So I've been writing articles about this for years. Like, I will have part one and part two. And um, before then, before I was even asked, I was like, you should make a book out of it. Because um, my whole, my article title was called Everyday Heroes. Like, basically, the title was book. So... Um, by the time she actually do a self-care guide, I mean the self-care panel, I just made the guide to go along with you. So when I went up there to talk, I was, you know, talking from what I knew and from the book and stuff. So when did you do that panel? How how long ago was that? Um, That was September the 28th of last year. Um, I was just, I made, I recorded what I said. You know, I had people listen to it because it was, it was just me. It was like three other women that was talking about their ways of self-care. It kind of helped me. I was trying to make it like an introduction, introduction to the book, but I was just like, I need, I wanted to do something else to, 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 you know, properly promote it. So I got a chance to read through the book, and I found it very interesting, uh, an interesting read. It seems as if you finally have a grasp on life. Is that true? Yes. Yes. Um, I'm in. I guess the more, like I wrote, is more of a trial and error thing. Like I find out stuff the hard way, and then I learn, you know, like you learn how to do stuff, you know, the wrong way, and then you, you turn around and do it the right way. Like don't overeat, you know, make sure you exercise, make sure you eat right. And, like, I got sick as a teenager, so I'm doing the opposite. I exercise, but, I, you know, I want to eat whatever I want to. I don't want to. I don't want to sleep. I want to stay up and work. So it's kind of like all the stuff that I used to do wrong. I had to learn. I had to correct myself and learn to do it the right way. So I noticed that a lot of people, maybe within like the past year or so, are talking about uh, your mental health and having a mental mindset. Um, where's your mental mindset now? My mental mindset. Um, I just try to stay positive. Um, like, I get up and I try to think of things I should be grateful for. Because even with that, if you get up or even if you just get into a pity party and just look at what you don't have, that can make you mentally. To me, it causes, it can cause you to be more depressed about life and stuff. So if I get up and even if I had a bad day, I would try to look at the positive side of things. And that would help my mental health. Because I do be around people, even at my own. Um, 
my job, I have people that I deal, you know, I talk to and they deal with either bipolar or, like, depression or, you know, all type of stuff. And it's like I would try to talk to them and make sure that they are not, like, feeling down. Because it, even with um, some of my family members, I try to, I notice it all starts to feel their emotions going up and down and stuff. And I can affect the way they think about themselves or just about life. What is something that you do to kind of close yourself off to recenter yourself? Sometimes you got to get off of that stuff. It's, it seemed like, I mean, it took a while for me to grasp this, but I'm like, I'm watching everybody else live their life. Even if I post something, if I, if I went somewhere, you know, they're watching me live my life through the media. Sometimes I had to get off of that, and I, I literally just started trying to live inside the real world. Like, okay, I'm not on social media. I'm not watching TV. I'm not watching somebody else live their life. I'm trying to figure out how I can live mine and try to have, um, you know, try to have stuff in real life, real, I wouldn't even say real conversations, because social media is a good thing, but sometimes you be on it for so long, it can make you feel lonely, even though you're in a room with a whole bunch of people. Sometimes I'll be on social media, and it's just me in a room, and I'll be like, I got to get off of here, because in, in real life, I'm not surrounded by these people I'm interacting with. I'm in a room by myself. I need to go out and actually see real people and talk to them. And so when I got up and I started doing that and and um being around them and, and try to spend time with them, I didn't I didn't feel I wouldn't say I wouldn't even feel isolated, I didn't feel lonely. I started looking at social media different, like, okay, that's just that's just one aspect of interacting. I, I kinda went old school, like you go out, see people, talk to them. That helped me, you know, live live out I wouldn't say black life but live my life. How many businesses do you have? Um, I actually have two. I put uh, scenic media with my books and my graphic services and stuff, and then I have a clothing line, um, FA Design. Okay, let's talk about your clothing line. Um, you know, where can people go to purchase it? Um, they can go to um, FH Design. Um, yeah, fhdesigns.com to look at it, or they can go on Facebook and just look up FH Design. Cause I'm currently, I'm currently working on um, a show March the 14th. I just just signed up for that one, and for next month, I'm um, I plan on going to New York Fashion Week. So I'm trying to get like more inspiration. So like my next collection to be uh, hopefully ten times better more. So like I need to kind of leave and go explore life. How do you find this balance between writing your books and doing business? Like, what's that schedule like? Um, what's what's the, I guess, what's the top priority? Is writing your top priority or functioning your other businesses your top priority? I don't know. It's like once I started writing books, it kind of shifted. I had to remember that I had a closing line. Like, I literally had to start forcing myself to start doing stuff with it. So, for a while, my priority was my books. Like, I was doing all these things for the books. I was, you know, the podcast, trying to see about being on TV. I had to balance it when it incorporated the fact that even though I'm doing a book, I have to look at her. So that's where the clothing line came in because I did most of business casual. So I will wear, I will wear my clothing as a business casual person, but at the same time I'm presenting my book. So I, I'm learning to balance it out more. That's why I say, okay, next one I'm going to. Um, I'm going to, to New York Fashion Weekend at the beginning of the month. The end of the month, I'm doing Survivor Convention. That's for my book. March, I'm doing, um, 
And at the beginning of the month, I am doing a, a fashion show. At the end of the month, I am speaking to a group of players about self-care. So I'm trying to, like, balance it out, like, not do just one thing at the at all the time. I try to add the other one in as well, which takes a lot of preparation, too. Got you. So so how are you coming along with lupus now? Um, how is it going for you? Because it sounds like there's not anything wrong with you. And, and I guess, you know, this is this is me speaking from, you know, not having an opportunity to see you physically or really knowing 1,000% what lupus is. So how how are you doing with lupus? Lupus, um, right now I've been dealing with low iron, so I have to go get iron injections this week. Um, as far as me being in pain, I have not been in that much pain. Um, I have little stuff that don't have anything to do with lupus. Like I got to the foot clinic, but right now I even have to do a bone density test because certain medications I take it can affect my bones. Mm-hmm. So they got to put me inside a machine and check my bones. So it's like with me, it seemed like for a while, if I constantly go to my doctors and stuff, I I go to all my appointments or whatever, I'm doing fine. But it's like if I lay off, like okay, I'm doing okay, then something happens, and the next thing you know, I'm rushing to go to all my doctor's appointments all over again. So it's kind of like I have to, I have to monitor my health a lot. Got you. So let's remind the listeners. Uh, What's one of the main things that's special about Everyday Heroes? Um, to me, it's special because I'm a I'm addressing um I'm just in different parts of self care because I want to just focus on the physical and the mental. But then I started doing um different. I started looking at different things, and I was like, well, being social, social self-care is just as important as mental and physical because people, having the right people around you and, you know, being around people to care about you, that's that's important. And professional self-care, that's, I put that in there, and I put emotional self-care. Even spiritual self-care is important, too. Um, and then I put in the, the Superman, Superwoman, um, the Superman complex, the Superwoman syndrome. I thought that was special because I'm, I'm addressing this stuff that, you know, in health we always use these terms, like taking cape while make sure, you know, um, we always use these, the, you know, we always use the Superman, Superwoman, um, type of language. So I kind of right. added that into, I kind of added that into this book. And I wanted to add self love and self care as well. I thought that was important. Um, I don't and then I talked about environmental self care, like making sure you, you keep your apartment and everything clean because that can lead to, to illness if you don't, you know, keep stuff clean. And I even added money because as a lupus survivor, um, I don't know if I discussed it on the podcast before I became disabled at thirty five. And um, it was at a point where I wasn't making any money, and I was just sitting here like, okay, what I'm going to do, I'm not physically able to work. I'm connected to a dialysis machine, and I actually had to start getting Social Security and disability. Right now, I'm able to work, so I don't need those two things anymore. But it was at a point where, okay, what, what happens when people are not physically able to work? What can they do? You know, you just never know what can happen to you. So I thought right. that was important. Some people want to take that out, but I thought finance was just as important for self-care because I, I actually experienced getting sick, not being able to work, and sitting here trying to figure out how, how I'm going to pay my bills for a couple of months. 
And sometimes this, this, and this, and I realized throughout my life it happened periodically where my doctor would sit me down. I couldn't work for two months. But it gets to the point where you can't work for like longer than six months. You're like, okay, what I'm really going to do? I'm going to pay this bill. I'm going to pay that bill. And it, it just abruptly happens and not, you don't have a plan and you don't have any money saved up. So what are you going to do? And I, right. I see people that have, this happens with, 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 uh, with people dealing with illnesses or like, um, even the looper survivors deal with stuff like that and like, uh, Lupus Detroit Sharon Harris created a fund for lupus warriors. If they go through something and they can't pay for it, they can apply for for help with them, and they can help them pay a bill. So they even think about financial self care. I mean, I don't know if they call it that, but I call it financial self care. Right. I think this book is it's uh, written very cleverly. Uh, even if a person doesn't have lupus, they could still you know read it and get a lot of information from this from this book i found it a, a very easy read i noticed that you have is it about 10 chapters yeah it's about 10 chapters but i kept it short because i wanted to make it like it's a, like it's a guide like right i was doing yeah yeah it's definitely a guide um it's a very helpful guide to be honest with you uh, i was reading through it and i said this is mm-hmm. this is very very interesting um it shed mm-hmm. some light on your situation but it really shed a lot of light on uh just reading it from like hearing it from the author that you mm-hmm. really found a place where you're very comfortable now. And I can tell you have a great handle on life because you're not letting things get to you. And I think yeah. that's very important moving forward with a lot of people who are going to listen to this podcast. Um, Cause mm-hmm. we all go through different things and there are so many different people, you know, struggling with certain types of diseases, but it all mm-hmm. seems to come out that we all have these same type of issues and we're trying to figure out, What's the best way to handle it, and what's the best way to approach it? So, right. let people know uh, where they where they can purchase your book, and you know how they can contact you or reach out to you. Um, you can go on Amazon um, and purchase um, Everyday Heroes. I also have a website, FrancineHouston.com. Francine is spelled F R A N C I N E. Uh, for those of you yes. who are listening. And go to FrancineHouston.com. Francine, I want to thank you so much for coming back on to the podcast. Uh, very informative, very helpful. And uh, I'm glad you're out there making it happen for yourself. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to Wild Podcast. By all means, go to wildpodcast.me. I'm your host, Darshawn McAway. Thank you for tuning in.